Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. Moves up and takes the lead, but Mr. Brightside's challenging. Mr. Brightside up to Alligator Blood, Cascadian late. Mr. Brightside in front, and Mr. Brightside side has won the mile from Cascadian, the inevitable. Then floating out of Spanish vision, but very elegant at the 150. The darling of the turf has raced clear three lengths incentivized and it's very elegant. Ten group ones and now the greatest of them all, the Melbourne Cup. Zaki joined by Animo who looks destiny in the face at the 150. Animo takes the lead from Zaki. Alligator blood on Thunderstruck, but it's Animo clear. G'day punters and welcome back to the Racing Previews podcast. We are very excited because it is Australian Guineas Day at Flemington. It's also the very elegant stakes. Hopefully Fangirl can win it. What a story that would be. It's my favourite time of the week. It's Nick McWalter's favourite time of the week and it is Will Bot Alfred's favourite time of the week. Not that you'd be able to tell because he is a little bit monotone. So I'll throw straight to Nick, the Prince of Pakenham. Nico, you are live from Pakenham. It's obviously the, the sports bet future stars final in 17 minutes. How are you going, mate? Well, I'm under strict instructions, punters. After the last time I was uh, out on uh, out on the prowl, making it back to uh, location for the podcast. But yes, out here at uh, God's Country, Pakenham. How many deep, um, mate? A couple. CC and Dry on Taps, definitely, definitely a killer, especially when they have pretty much nothing else good on tap at all. But, um, oh, yeah, you know, got to be out here. The Prince of Pakenham's got to be out. This was meant to be Pakenham Cup night. <laughs> no, legit, this this was meant to be Pakenham Cup night, and they moved it back until the Friday night in, like, two, three weeks' time. So um, it's a good little meeting. Obviously, we've got a runner in the uh, – well, Tice has got a runner in the next race. So we'll uh, we'll let the punters in on the pre-race, post-race, etc. Hopefully a win. But if there's a win, uh, work tomorrow – very little chance I'm going to be turning up, but yeah. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll make do. Yeah, get on the phone to Jason. All right, mute yourself for a sec now. Will Alfred, I'll come over to you, mate. Did you know that today is Leap Day? It only happens once every four years. That, that would be a nerdy thing of yours, I'm sure. Uh, I forgot about it, but yes, it is like it's a, a Leap Day. Leap Day. That's awesome. 29th of February. Leap. So whatever you do today, 
doesn't really matter. Doesn't count. Imagine being born on leap day. Yeah, that'd be shit. You'd be like, imagine being like, you'd be like 16, 16 but four. four years old. Yeah, yeah well, wow. like 20 to five. You will not hear that on any other racing podcast this week, I promise <laughs> you. All right, Will, we're starting at Flemington where we always do. Rail out two meters and a gentle southerly, which they're saying is the same sort of wind. So a bit of a tailwind for leaders, 1,400 meter and 1,600 meter shoot. Uh, Nico's got a bit of attention. <laughs> Will, tell us what the track's doing. Well, it's meant to be a 25 to 30 kilometre southerly, southwesterly. So, um, That's a bit more than I thought. It makes, yeah, it makes, a, it makes a little bit of a difference, but um, it's, not, it's not the end of the world. Like it, it, it's a, it's a, a tailwind coming around the sweeping turn at Flemington and it's also coming across them um, down the straight from... from um, uh the the city side to the to the grandstand side so it's coming across them left to right so uh yeah so i think down the straight and most of the races on saturday are, are actually down the straight so um i think middle middle I, I don't think it's a significant in smaller field races but um in, in the bigger fields i think it's um something definitely to to keep an eye on anyway so i think that the wider jaws are going to be advantage down especially towards you know um the end of the day, I think. Yeah. So just for context, punters, around the circle, Southwesterly was, correct me if I'm wrong here, Will, but Southwesterly was the wind on Derby Day and Champions Day when uh, Pride of Jenny was, yeah. you know, it probably was yeah. playing towards those on the pace. Why, why are you going to bring yeah. it up? <laughs> why are you going to bring that up? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. but well, seriously, um... if, it's, if it's only 25k an hour, if my horses that are off midfield can't run on, I'll be having a tanty. It's not that it's not that strong. Yeah. If, yeah, well, if they can't it, make ground, it, it, it's not your fault, it's the horse's fault. Well, my, it's my, 25. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's 20, 25 is normally the the sort of range where it starts to become relevant and and the jockeys start to think about it as well. So, um, was that more there was a bit of track bias involved with that. That wasn't just wind. Yeah. It, it might have been a bit, a bit of both, both especially but, um, Champions Day when the rail was out so far because obviously that's what it is after three days of the carnival. Yeah. All right. We're going to start in yeah. race six, I reckon, and a very progressive horse by the name of another bot or another Will, <laughs> a.k.a. He's the son of Street Boss. He's been backed into a dollar sixty-five in this 1,600-meter benchmark, 84. Obviously so impressive last start two weeks ago at Caulfield, but steps up in grade. Magnus Bin is $6, seemingly the danger. Zambagini $10. CR7, good last start in Sydney, $11. Aristones, $14. Probably be looking for further. Will, tell us about this horse. It's a very good horse, is what it is. It's, it's, a, it's a Herbert Power winner of 2024. Uh, it's definitely a stakes horse. Uh, they went really quickly at Caulfield was it two weeks ago. Uh, no, sorry, it was... Almost three, three, three weeks ago, almost. Um, yeah, uh, it. Oh, completely fucked this. No, it, I, I don't even know. But it was, it was at Caulfield and it beat Marble Arch and Zambagini. But um, yeah, it went forward, and the other two horses that went forward finish out of the screen. So I reckon there was even merit in the run. It would put itself up on speed if it, if it goes forward here. Like it's just a, it might win this by five lengths. I was, I was contemplating. They, they, the sort of a dollar eighty, dollar eighty five was, was floating around on Wednesday afternoon. I was really contemplating having a 
a large amount of money on it. But, um, yeah, real, 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 real sit to piss behaviour from you, bot. <laughs> a, a small cat, as one uh, one tea hunter would say. No, I'll, I'll think about it. Like on the day, if I if I'm a dollar eighty, dollar ninety, um, I'll. I'll have a long, hard think about it, and um, I could get involved. Like I, I don't, I'm not really one to to jump onto these like really like like dollar dollar ninety dollar eighty sort of somewhere near my limit. But um, but yeah, for a horse like this uh, against like it's, I think it's got that much on this field. I think it'll continue to progress. Um, I thought he was going to open pretty tracks. short, regardless of the barrier. I thought he'd be like a dollar forty. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's probably about the right price, dollar forty, dollar fifty. I think that's about the right price for him. Um, he's a yeah, he's he's. A, I would have even loved maybe to go up and trip, but um, it's not the worst thing in the world. He's got a lot of speed. Um, yeah, he's he's a he's a group horse in waiting. Maybe he's a group one horse. We'll see. He, I, I reckon, he'd be running in the Caulfield Cup this in, in about uh, about six months time. So, um, yeah, really nice horse. And if he gets to a backable price, I'll be I'll be. I'll be having a, 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 a bet. Yeah. I think he's incredibly in, hard to beat. Um, little inside. Four. Sorry, Benny. What? Go little on. inside. They're going to go through the grades. They're not going to step him up straight into open group company. They're just going to take the prize money along the way, Jack Turnbull said today. Beautiful. But yeah, yeah, well, it's they, hard they, when he wins everything by five lengths. Yeah, but you can still go to a benchmark race. Much longer. Yeah, he'd go to a 90 next start. Um, yeah, I'm with him. Drops four kilos. We don't really need to touch on this race too much. I thought CR7 could run second. His last start win uh, at Ramwick was awesome. Ben Malham sticks for the ride and he draws low. I think there's a chance he might be in front of another Will if he uses the barrier, but we know he doesn't have a whole heap of gate speed. Um, but yeah, another Will should be too good. Um, I don't think we're going to get much better than the, than the price that is on offer. And obviously, he beat Marble Arch last start. It's come out and won a pack of them tonight. So it's always a, a nice little thing to see. Julie for the Nico. Thank God it did. Yeah, the, oh, Zaz, yeah. Zaz Peach. They're doing well T- tonight. TB in the lay bin. He's had a few horror. Um, oh, shut up. TB's a horror, great horror lines that he's used during races tonight. Look. Bot won't hear a bad word about the great man. Oh, horses, horses that are being headed that haven't been headed. Horses that are in front that aren't in front. He's a shocker. Shut up. All right, let's go to the English Sprint. Twelve hundred meters down the straight, and they're throwing a million dollars, seven figures at the three-year-olds here. It is interesting to note that the two favourites do have gear changes. So Cabellus, synthetic hoof filler for the first time. Estriella, crossover noseband for the first time. Cabellus is $3.50 favourite. Bjorn Baker won this race three years ago, two years ago with Overpass from Estriella, $4.00 well backed. Mumbai Muse has been a big firmer into $8.00. Ray Koki, $10.00 on the backup. Ouroboros, $11.00. Lazago, $18.00. And Brazen Style will be going forward is $18.00. Nico, we've got a few good bets here, I reckon. Yeah, I'm going to go first here. Um, Well... They were very generous when they put up $27 Mumbai Muse of a complete and utter forgive last start. Like, she started $6.50 against Learning to Fly, She's Invincible, Kiyomichi, and it was a non-event. Tommy pulled her up. So I'm happy to forgive that. She went and had another trial. She looks like she's come back to her best, and her best is well and truly good enough. She smashed them in the group 
three in Cup Week, second up down the straight track and trip. So I'm happy to be with her. Zazon, barrier four, inside to middle has been the place to be of late. So I'm happy to be with her. And I think the only other danger is Estriella. She's a lot like um, Tiz Invincible. She's got a lot of talent. She's only start, only just starting to realise it. Um, there's a few people out there saying that she had the PR last start, this, that, and the rest. It was circumstantial that she was as far back as she was. She can sit closer, and she will drawn uh, drawn softly here. Shinny on. Um, yeah, I'm happy to be on both of them. I think Kabalis, I think he's just short enough. I'm still not sold that he's this good horse that some people think he is. And, yeah, everyone that was against him last start has jumped on the bandwagon this start, so... Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pulling his tail. I don't think he's that good. So, uh, yeah, the two fillies for me. Yeah. Yeah, jump onto the six day because we have backed Mumbai Muse at $27.750 the place. Thank you very much, Nico, for highlighting that one. Um, she's obviously got two wins down the Flemington straight. She beat me on Saltair late. Uh, obviously, that was during Cup Week. Um, sorry, she only has the one down the Flemington straight, but she won the start prior at Randwick as well. Uh, and I'm happy that she has ticked that box. Drawn four, so she's drawn a little bit inside. It's going to be interesting where they do go. As Bot mentioned, they might want to be getting cover from that southerly down down the straight, and perhaps outside barriers do come into play, but I worry about that on the day. I've also backed Estriella at $6. Her return win at Caulfield was simply awesome. Uh, as, as Nico said, she did get the right run in the race, and she did get that perfect slingshot down the outside, it was the final race of the day and the track was playing that way, but she can sit a lot closer than that. Um, and as you said, she might have just come back a better horse. She only got beaten by Cabalas the last time they met by a nose. So I don't think there's that much between them. I do think Cabalas has come back a better horse. So I'm not necessarily against him. If he gets to four plus dollars, then I could at least have a saver. Um, and especially if the wider lanes are in play because he's drawn 15 and I thought his two wins have been really good. Uh, he sat three wide on a slow tempo, so it wasn't a big disadvantage, but he ripped home in some pretty good splits last start. And I know lots of people want to just simply pen him. I don't want to do that. I think he has come back better since he's been with Bjorn Baker, switch from Waller, um, which a lot of horses can. So I am with eight and seven, but the favorite does scare me. Will? Yeah, I, I, I'm on Kabbalah. I think the, the, the race is pretty top heavy. Um, I think Cabalas and Australia are clearly the two, and I think the market will hone in on those two. Um, and the other one's Ouroboros. I think he should be third pick. I think he's more likely than Ray Koki. Um, but at the same time, I think he's. I think the market's got him that right at $12. So the one I, I want to be on is Cabalas. I think $3.380 best price right now is is, is a really fair price. Um, the splits last time were there. He, he, um, the market took a massive set against him because he, ha- he hadn't run a rating yet. Um, he ran big splits first up for for Bjorn, who's obviously in, in like amazing form at the moment. He's smashing the market expectation. He's drawn wide, which I which I like. He's going to go forward, um, and uh, yeah, the 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 splits last time were were good. The people who make the case that Estrella was was really good coffee, which she was. The splits were really good too, but she's still got to make a bit of a jump to to get to where Cabalas is. And I think the Cabalas' splits were um, maybe not maybe not as good as Estriella's, but they were they were there. And obviously the form out of the race has been um, 
has been proven. Like the um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Celestial Legend and Encap. Yeah, have, Macarena's um, not have both slouch. come out. Yeah, yeah, and, and that those two horses have, have improved improved their rating since at um in the Hobartville. So yeah, those are the two I wanted to. Oh, sorry, yeah, that, that's, that's the one I wanted to be on. And the other one I, I could just have something small on is um, where is it? Uh, I've lost it. It's Midnight Opal. Um, I think it's a little bit big. I think I like I like the splits that ran. Um, like if it, it gets out to thirties, forties, bit bad later, I would probably just have something small on just to chop back some of my bet that I'll have on Cabalis. Yep, sweet. All right, let's move to the first group one. It is the Australian Guineas over 1,600 metres for the three-year-old set weights. I'll read out some of these famous names who have won the race. Hitotsu, Alligator Blood, Mystic Journey, Haydock, Palantino, Seamus Awarder, Cox Plate winner, Miss Finland, Apache Cat, Mahogany, and Zabil. So obviously it is one of the great stallion-making races. Riff Rocket, he is the $2.60 favourite. Gee, we wish we backed him last start at $7.50. King Colorado is $7. V8 is $7.50. Southport Tycoon, $11. Snow Patrol, $13. Otago, $17. And Quintessa for the ever-powerful Tiakau camp is $18. But let's start with the map. It's a bit up in the air what sort of happens early. You've got Sunsets and the Pendragon sort of going forward, but Dad won't be far away. V8 probably gets a nice run. Uh, where does Riff Rocket end up? He's probably midfield or worse and off the fence. Yeah, I imagine he'd probably be running line um, somewhere midfield. Um, I, I don't mind the gate. I think they'll be somewhat positive. I don't think they'll be all the way. I don't, he, he won't be last is what I'm trying to say. I think he'll probably be slightly worse in midfield, maybe midfield. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think the I don't think the maps is, is what's going to get him beat. Um, in 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 fact, I probably think it's a it's a positive just relative to the, to the other horses like King Colorado's. Uh, I think they've got a decision to make with King Colorado. If the, the only way I think it can win is if it goes forward, but um, um, they have to make a decision. And um, from gate twelve, I don't, I don't know. Um, I'd love to see a change of tactics, but and if it do, if there is a change of tactics, I'll have to rethink the way I'm going to do the race, uh, play the race. But um, Well, there's not a change of tactics, but there is a change of gear so far, and he's got the blinkers on first time for the Ma Yusa Yeah, there stable, is that too, yeah. Which yeah. I'm sure and Nico will mention in a sec, but... Yeah. Nico, um, have you got the stats there? Uh, I do, and uh, Ma Yusa, oh, it was Ma Yusa, but Ma, the Ma stable, when the blinkers go on, horses under $10, it's a 25% winning strike rate for about a 10%. Profit on yeah, that's huge. Can you just tell Terry Bailey to shut up for a sec because we're recording the podcast? <laughs> yeah. TB, Thanks, you, know, you know, fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, move yourself, Nico. Yeah, anyway, I, I want to back Riff Rocket. Not, not at the price right now. I think he probably gets out. Like if I'm getting $3 on the day, I will have a bet on that i think i think the i think the race works out really well um the splits last time were just outrageous what he did he ran a career peak first up and the splits said that there was um a whole lot more coming and and it was a real chris weller sort of preparation last time he didn't run the derby trip but he still won it anyway um the 1400 first up he was explosive uh, if he doesn't run a career peak today then um i would be surprised uh, the other horse the other two other horses i i, I probably will have in, end up having something on 
snow patrol i like the um the splits and it, it improved massively so there's nothing to say that it can improve it won't improve again the, the splits were obviously there and the other one i'll probably just have something small on a zip away who's um who's got the good exposed form yes it was poor last time but it was strong through the line the last 200 meters was there was there was something there it wasn't that bad they, they, yeah it, well, yeah he ran third but he was still beaten 2.6 but um he was strong through the line from Probably too far back, and um, if he gets anywhere near, if they, if they go forward like they did in the in the northerly, um, he's he's every chance of of running a big race or at least getting back to somewhere near what he did in the northern. If he does that, well, then he's right and finished. But um, it might not matter if if Riff Rocket yeah. uh, runs the new peak. I think he might, and um, therefore I think he's, Riff, Riff Rocket is about two seventy chance, I reckon, and three dollars is about the is about the the price that I'll that I'll take. Yeah, uh, I'm back in Riff Rocket. I've taken the Mr. Brightside double into Riff Rocket. I think we're on it at about $7.50. Um, his first up win was as good as it gets, really. Uh, it was probably a big miss by a lot of us, the fact that he was coming back from a derby first up 1,400 metres, and we just said he's not going to have the speed in his legs. Well, we saw he won over 1,500 metres and the mile and, and sort of 1,600 and 1,800 metres last preparation. So... I think we were just quickly, we were too quick to dismiss him. Um, he looked an absolute beast in the yard. He'll be ready to go second up. And so many of these horses still have a bit of a question mark lingering over them. Will they run a, st- a strong 1,600 metres? That's not something we have to worry about with this horse. Um, and he is just a complete DF. A lot of these have sort of been racing each other. I know it brings a bit of weight for age form, but it was only at 1,400 metres. And this thing could just be a bit of a freak. Riff Rocket looks like the horse that will start third favourite in the All-Star Mile. I'm not saying he'll win it, but I think he'll be winning here. Um, I'm very, very keen, and he's just he's just got to be the strongest late, and, and I think he will improve off that first up run. V8, he can only run well. Just a small query at the end of 1,600 metres, and Snow Patrol probably the same. Southport Tycoon, I'll probably want to be against at the mile. King Colorado's got a bit of a task from 12, and then you sort of have to... Otago, who just isn't seasoned enough to be winning in Australian guineas yet, and zip away, he's got to find a few lengths. If anything, I thought the complete blowout and one you want to throw in to your quaddy and wider exotics is number six, Cap Ferrat, the other Waller oh, yeah. horse. Um, this horse ran really good splits home late last start, and Josh Parr goes on from a low draw. So naturally, I think he's going to be a lot more forward in the run, and he's probably the one who can outrun his SP. I think he can get 50 to 1 at the moment. Yeah, you probably get 80s and I'll probably have something on, to be honest. Yeah. Nico, anything else? Well, I've got two opinions in this race. And I'm against both of you. Uh, I don't want to be anywhere near your wrist rocket. You can win and I've got egg in my face. Well, so be it. Hold on two seconds. I'm going to get a little bit further away from these uh, speakers. Um, I want to be with... King Colorado, from what I outlined before, um, he was just beaten by Rift Rocket last start. The blinkers go on, I think, grand final for King Colorado. Blinkers on versus Rift Rocket. He's second up. It's a semi-final for him. He's got bigger targets after this. I think he can uh, turn the tables on Rift Rockets. I'm happy to be with him at $8. And I think V8, he brings the best form into the race. There's questions on him running a strong mile. Yes, I agree that he's probably better over a shorter trip, but last start, 
He only got beat just over a length to Mr. Brightside. That's the best form in this race. I don't care what anyone says. He did all the bullying work. Never stopped fighting. That's either going to make him or break him. So you come out and be flat as a pancake. And it is what it is. But to me, I don't think Riff Rocket is that much better, if better at all, than King Colorado and V8. So I'm happy to be with both of them at $8. I'm not going to be laying Riff Rocket personally on Betfair because, of course, he can win. And I'm not going to risk you know, three times my uh, investment to make a small little quid. But I'm happy to back two horses that I think are too big in the market versus him. Um, so, yeah, he's the, he's the flashy horse that everyone wants to be with because, yeah, he did win well last start, but he's also got to do it again. And it's not his grand final as far as I'm concerned. So I think the only other hope, or well, the one that's overs in the race is Snow Patrol. He ran super last start. Um, he's he's not without a chance. Otago, I love that horse. I think he's a good horse, but just too hard to do, all, do it all in one preparation. So, yeah, that's where, uh, that's where I sit. Yeah. You just feel he's still a preparation away, Otago. Like, he's still doing oh, you, so much wrong. You just can't do it all in one prep. And that's the thing. Like, as good as Switzerland's going, he's got a, a big challenge in front of him to do it all in one prep. Like, you just, you just can't, you can't do it. But Walla reckons he's going to peek into the slipper. You've got to trust that he can do it. But it's just, you see it time and time again, those horses that have had a race start against debutants, those horses that have had a preparation in their second prep versus horses in their first prep, it's just, it's just a big edge, I think. So, yeah, it's not hard. Not easy, uh-huh. I should say. Let's get to race nine, the Blamey Stakes, 1,600-meter group two. It is an all-star mile qualifier, um, but I think they've been giving out all-star mile tickets like Oprah Winfrey lately. Uh, a tissue is $4.80 favorite, equal favorite with Ayrton. Carini, $7. Macram, $8 after starting 100 last start and getting the job done. Holy Man's is $10. Future History, $11. And Berkeley Square is $12. Um, I've backed... Lots of horses in this race. We'll start with some of the overs we've got at the six day. Make sure you jump onto the app and follow the Instagram page. Holy Man's we've backed at uh, 50 to one. So massive overs there. I wish I had a little bit more on. I think you can just forgive this horse's run last start uh, in New Zealand. It was a really, really fast run race. We've seen Desert Lightning come out of it and be a little bit flat. So that's probably that's probably some concern. But hopefully he has handled it well because he beat Bermudez the start before and he looked really good doing it. Um, look, he's had a busy prep, but he's going to get the right run here from barrier three. We've backed Muramasa at $21. This horse is first up, but there is a potential that he, in time, will be the best horse in this race. We saw him race through the grades last preparation. Uh, See, that's harsh on a tissue. In time. Yeah, a tissue is number one at the moment. I'll get to her in a sec. Oh. But Muramasa is a bloody good horse. And you can see him winning a group one this year, in my opinion. Uh, maybe he wants further. Maybe he's not here to go. But I think he'll be steaming home late. We've backed a really small bet on Captain Envious. Uh, I just think he's extremely talented. And then we've backed a tissue. Um, we've backed a tissue at $8 all in. I think she's a deserved favorite. I know she was poor first up over 1,400 meters. And I know the map is sticky here. But... 
look what she did over 1600 meters in an empire rose last preparation she was the runner run of the race against prior jenny over the mile at flemington she then bolted in with a champion stakes and i just think she's going to improve leaps and bounds from last start 1400 meters on a fast tempo at caulfield wasn't her go she looked lost at sea and she was at the back there with bus and never really stood a chance but she's going to improve a stack here even though the map is an issue i agree with that but i think she's deserving a favorite and i think she's the most likely winner karini i'm also on um Jeez. don't worry but we've, we've taken overs with a lot of these horses all in so yeah. the, the the gate is really sticky here um but i thought he can turn the tables on macron from first up up to 1,600 metres is good. He obviously SP'd $2.50 second up over Flemington, 1,700 last preparation, and he beat Sabark, who had decent form around him in Sydney. So I think it's the other chance. I want to be hard against Ayrton at the mile, even though he gets every chance. He's my lay of the day. Um, spoiler alert, and I'm backing around him completely, taking on Macro, I'm taking on future history. Won't be sharp enough. So... As I said, I've got lots of bets in this race. I wasn't sure if a tissue would be accepting here or not, and that's the reason why I wanted to bet all in with a lot of these horses. But she is running. We got eight dollars, so I'm happy enough anyway. You sure you didn't miss any? I'm sure, mate. <laughs> um, I'm going to back it, and I reckon I, I think the map's soft, and I think um, the the pace last time was um, was strong, and and he was in the thick of it and he, and he measured up quite well against some of the the real good horses um so yeah I, I think he's a he's a nice chance and if 450 is my price i think um 480 i think probably get better maybe 550 the day i think they probably keep backing a tissue um and i want to back miramasa too um really progressive he, he won really well in the kunji and and he won first up too but the rating there's not good enough to win this but um he probably didn't need to extend and, and get to the ratings that he, he probably could have done if he, if he really needed to. So he's a horse that'll improve his ground, but um, like he probably goes around 18 to 20 years. And I want to, I want to be on. Um, and, and Barclay square is the other one. I probably just want to have something small in as well. It's a nice horse, strong SPs all throughout last preparation. Um, the splits were quite good. First up, I want to be, be against Macram to stop the, it's a complete yo-yo, and, and um, I think everything aligned last time. It's going to go all the way back to last, and I don't think the pace will be too strong here. Um, I think Ayrton gets a nice run, and um, I want to be on it. Yeah. Nika, you're similar to me, I think. How could you back Ayrton? Because <laughs> he, he's coming through. Huh? We're not at Caulfield, I, I, he's coming... it's, not, it's not 1,400 metres. So, he'll he he stretch to 16. He wouldn't fucking beat me to, around a mile. <laughs> Dead set. <laughs> well, I'm sure well, he would. We've had a few bets in this race, but the tissue... You've had a few beers. Is, well, <laughs> like just what happens? But a tissue is the best horse in this race by a country mile. If she's here to play second up, Back to Flemington, which I think she should be. She's going to take a hell of a hell of beating. Um, yeah, I couldn't have Ant was stolen. Carini, I'm still unsure of. But we had a little spec bet, thinking that Atisha wasn't going to be here. Barrier 14, Atisha is here. Bad bet. Uh, Macram, you can have whatever price you want with me. 
none at all. Uh, Holy Man's, he's a yo-yo as well. He ran well in New Zealand, but we've got a little ticket on him. Future history, I can't have. Berkeley Square, I can't have. Muramasa is the main danger to uh, a tissue, I believe. They're my two best results in the race. Um, he took all before him last preparation, and hopefully another spell under his belt. Hopefully he's come back bigger, better, stronger. And, uh, yeah, I think we might see a good horse throughout this preparation. There's a few horses that I want to follow and with a bit of interest. Panfield, one of our old favourites, Benny. First start back from Hong Kong. Well, that's Tom. a bit rich. Well, he's favorites been one of your favourites. <laughs> well, he's a, he's a, he's a favourite of ours. He's a Hong Kong horse that... Uh... Yeah, he, he, he's run really well in a few cups before, so he was very interesting. Very interesting that he's got uh, entries in the Doncaster and the Queen Elizabeth, so you'd want to see a forward showing here. Yeah. He's not he's not fast enough to win over the mile. He's more a 2,000-metre horse. No, I wouldn't have thought so either, but you just have to wait and see, I suppose. Um, Captain Envious over a touch further, wet ground. Yeah, he's I'd love same. to see him go to somewhere like a Warnable Cup. Um he loves wet ground. I think he would get twenty three fifty. Um, yeah, he's the perfect horse for a Warnable Cup. So hopefully they go uh, in that direction. But yeah, a tissue is a class horse in this field. We're getting the half back of a price. I think. I think she should be shorter. Um, yeah, if she's right to play, she'll she'll take a power beating. I think. I think there's a lot of holes in this market. There's opportunities to uh, to cash in, and uh, if you're not with us at team the sixth day, then I know what you're doing. Alrighty, meet yourself now, Nico. Uh, bot. Yep, come back to the camera. Thank you very much. Uh, we're done the deep dive. So take us quick fire your bets, other bets on the card at Flemington in a, in a few minutes. I'm getting attacked by bugs here. <laughs> Yeah, and you had a cricket before standing near. You just need to step on those ones, mate. Oh, Too fuck. much noise. <laughs> um, I'm on Tim Tukey. It's three sixes, good odds. Um, big race turn of number. Race number one. Thank you. Um, Sands dude's coming off uh, 50 days between runs. It's a nice horse, but I think it'll regress slightly. Um, Tim Tukey, I think, will be suited around Flem- at Flemington. Um, it's a turn of foot horse. I think it'll sit just off the speed and... Go bang! People are like Cinderella days. I think, especially off the trial, but it's a, it's a trial it's a speed horse. Yeah, but it, it, it's got two big ratings, and, and both of them were um, against the the real top class horses. Like it's only a half a length beaten by In Secret and Sunshine in Paris, but that was, I think, in my opinion, anyway, really, really pace related. Um, and like it got a really soft lead, and and they sort of got over it late. So. Um, and, and outside of those two races, it really hasn't done much. So it's changed stable. But if, if it beats me, then um, so be it. But um, I, I'm really happy to be on Tintuki. I think it's a really nice bet, to be honest. Fourth up, I think it's um, 360's good odds. Uh, race number three, I want to be on. Horse got a lot of issues, a bit like Nico. Moral Force, He had. A, he's coming a 500-day break um, before this Speak for yourself, you little fuck. <laughs> Big splits at Warnable over twelve hundred meters um, to run over Thunder Point, who's been I'd running also well since. Run big splits at Warnable. 
Yeah, and everyone big, big splits it. <laughs> yeah, and 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 then uh, beaten by Brun King, who's obviously a nice horse on on the wet. So I think dropping back in class, uh, sorry, back in distance, um, down the Flemington track. There's no pace on here. I want to be on it. I think it, that you can easily make its case its favourite. It, it's a horse that's got issues. It's coming back in trip. There's, I, I doubt it. I doubt it'd be firm. So it probably like it probably dumps eight nine dollars something like that. And um, I want to be on it. I don't like the barrier, but like you know, I, I don't really care. It'll probably probably be sort of four to midfield, and um, it's got a nice turn of foot. I don't. I don't think the pace is too strong. Race number four. It's completely. This race is just um completely dependent on Bold Bastille. Um. I don't think there's much in the the first starters and like two twenty five four forty between Bold Bastille and Drifting. Drifty's coming off a Hawkesbury Maiden. Um, yeah, I um, it's I think it's well known to put it that way. Yeah, yeah, good point. Um, this it beat, it beat the Blue Diamond winner by three lengths, and obviously it pulled up lame last time at Caulfield. Uh, if it's anywhere, like I'll be waiting for the yard. Um, but if it's if it doesn't look like a cripple in the yard, I'll be having a substantial amount of money on Bob Bastille uh, at Flemington, a thousand meters. I think I, I I don't love Gate One down the straight, especially with the wind. But um, just because they're two year olds, you know, like it, it's a bit of narrative. But like they like finding the rail, and the jockeys sort of look for it. So if if it can just find the rail and follow it, it's good enough for me. Race number six. What am I on here? Oh, that's the wheel giant. Um, another wheel race. Yeah, talked about that. Race number ten. I'm on so risque. I think it's a really nice bet. It went up to Sydney. Uh, slow, slow time, but the splits were good, and it won at Flemington two back. Uh, it'll go forward, and I think I think that's a two horse race. I probably could end up backing He's Our Bonneville as well. Who who has the big peak at Sandown? So it's a big track horse, but um. But yeah, those are the two I clearly want to be on. Like, if you can bracket bet the two of them at five dollars and, and get like two fifty each or two, then um, I think that that's that's pretty good betting to be honest. I think they're more like I think Cyrus K is more like a four dollar chance. He's our Bonneville is more like a four thirty chance. I think that that's good betting if you back the two of them. Um, and I'll, I'll just do the one I have at Friday night really quickly. It's called See What I See or See What You See or something like that. It's a race number five. Um, Where they're racing big time. time. Yeah, at Mooney Valley. Um, oh, tomorrow night with Valley. Yeah, yep. tomorrow night Mooney Valley. Um, race number five. See what I see is what its name is. It's got Blake. Sheen. The great. It's, it's been, yeah, it's been backed early. Um, fair enough. It's um, it, it won at Bendigo. It put a big margin on them in, um, and it didn't really have the opportunity to. They went slow. Uh, they backed it, and um, yeah, it'll go straight to the front, and I reckon it'll win. It's a dollar ninety now. That's probably about. Not uh, you could have it like dollar seventy, I think. So if you really wanted to chime in and have a, a good go at the a dollar ninety, then fair enough. I, w- I wouldn't tell you not to, to be honest. So, yep, those are my bets. All right, I think race three, Master Montaro number two can win down the straight. I think he's drawn well out there in ten and can be the big sweeper. He obviously was a dominant winner in seventy grade last start. I think the big straight will suit him, and I'm not really too deterred by the class jump. Um, Big Watch was a good winner last start, but I think Mr. Mon, Mr. Master Montaro has a bit more up his sleeve. I think Bold Bastille should be winning race four. As you said, there were a few issues with her, so you probably do want to wait until you get the yard tick off, as Bot said, but 
We might be copying a dollar ninety by then, but it's probably still good betting in the end. It had like um a blood blood something like blood. Yeah. Okay. Like this anyway. this is a horse who made Hayasugi look second rate in an English banner. I know Hayasugi was sort of wide off the track, but and she has improved since then. But I think back to a thousand meters, I'm not really worried about Barrier One with her because she can sort of just plot her own path and come across. She has that speed. Race five, number three, Peace Treaty. I think she is very very smart, um, and I like that they've just taken their time with her. They found the right race here. I think she's pretty good. I'll probably have something small on her. Uh, and then the only other one in Melbourne was tomorrow night at the Valley. I'm going to play in the feature. Race seven, number three, Sweet Ride. There's a, an abundance of speed here with Jungle Gym, Penthouse, and Indian Pacific all going forward and vying for the lead. If Craig Williams can just have this horse a little bit closer, uh, it's going to improve out of sight third up. Um, it was obviously so good first up running the fastest splits of the entire day at Caulfield. That was behind Q-Man, who went on to win the Oakley Plate. Then last start just got way too far back. But this is a horse who profiles, usually comes off it a little bit second up. And then third up, it's I think it's four starts for three wins. So big stat there. If it can be a little bit closer, it's just going to get that perfect suck run. I think I'm happy to back it each way. Uh, Nunthorpe is the other chance in the race. But I thought she's more a 1,400-meter horse. And Jungle Jim, I reckon he could be dead set flat as a biscuit. I think he might be coming to the end of his prep. And I don't know if he's going to be able to cross and lead Penthouse and Indian Pacific as, as easy as some people think. It's favourite, so happy to take him on. Nico, anything else in Melbourne? Uh, let me go to the notes. Two seconds. Uh, I thought race three, Master Montaro, happy to follow up with him. He looks like he's got a bit more to offer than a few of these. Drawn down the... Uh, rail side of the track so potentially just going to monitor where that is but I think it should be fine um, Bold Bastille if you're with her last start and you get the tick from the yard definitely probably follow your money she's better than her rivals here uh, race 5 I thought it was a race in 2 between Bonnie and Moore and Peace Treaty um, happy to have a little spec bet on both of them race 6 another will it should just be winning. And I think uh, I think that's it for Flemington. Yep. I just got uh, a couple in Sydney. All right. We will deep dive at least three of the races here in Sydney. We'll go to race seven, or we'll start with the track first. It's rail true, soft five at the moment, and there is just a tiny little bit of rain. So that is worth just keeping in the back of your mind. Hopefully it's not a lot and during the races. But it is something just to, to keep tabs on. The very elegant stakes. Uh, RIP to the great man. Obviously, the sad news came through last week. And what a story it would be if Chris Waller's new girl on the scene, fangirl, can win this race. She's a $1.55 favorite from just fine $7.50. Think it over is $9.50. Buckaroo $10. Lindemann $13. And Cascadian he was absolutely slaughtered last start. He now gets Aussie Tom Mark on in the saddle. Is eighteen dollars. Boys, fangirl, just wins. Probably yeah. What price is she? She's best currently a dollar fifty-five on the tab. I think that might be the best price. Yeah, that's best price. Um, that's probably fair. Oh, not not fair. Like you, you probably get dollar seventy on the day, but um. No, you won't. Why not? What's the resistance here? Percentage. 
But, yeah, I, I yeah. guess. But even if the percentage comes down, like I think some of the big boys are going to be happy to step in and take one fifty, like one fifty-five. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. What What else is there? Not much. Cascadian, Cascadian is Ca- going. Yeah, to I was about to say. Like I think, I think he's a great place chance at three dollars thirty. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. But if she has to be off it, off her best to lose. Yeah. She's drawn ten of ten. So, yet again, this this horse doesn't have very good uh, luck with the barrier draw. But just the way she let down last start, it was winks like. Um. You know, you get a bit scared mentioning him in the same sentence, and she's not that level yet. But everyone's going around saying, "Is Mister Brightside a champion? Is Mister Brightside a champion?" Um, I don't know if he is yet, but there is every chance that Fangirl is equally good, if not better, than Mister Brightside. Um, we saw her King Charles win, and then we saw what she did last start. Like she's just got these massive ratings on the board now, and you just feel like <laughs> she could go to a one hundred six or one hundred seven weight for age this preparation mm. yeah probably well yeah it's like what beats her like that's the problem like it, it the, the entire thing is just if if you think she fails like it's not it's not like what can jump and beat her it's if she if like the scenario is not right for her and she hmm. she's off her best and it might be in the pace might be really slow and maybe she gets too far back maybe that's the scenario but um She's got the turn of foot to get her out of some trouble. So, yeah. And I don't think it'll get wet enough to actually dampen her turn of foot. Like she can handle six, seven. She's probably just not not great on eight plus. Um, yeah. Yeah. One one thing I will say is the track was really favouring her last night, and everything worked out perfect with the rail off. And maybe she doesn't get the perfect scenario, so maybe she won't be as impressive as she was last night. But I think she will be, and I think she'll be winning. Uh, I think Cascadian can fill whole. Nico, anything to add? No. Nice gone. Let's move on to the Group 1 surround stakes. 1,400 metres for the three-year-old Phillies. Learning to fly was awesome first up off a long spell. She's the $3.40 favourite from Kamachi, who beat her. $6. Tis Invincible will surely be more forward from Barrier 5. $6. Talking about Ford, Tropical Squall looks our likely leader. $7, Macarena is in good form, $8.50. And then you're out to roll on high, $14. And Steffi, Magnetica, $15. I've backed two horses here. Uh, I've backed Learning to Fly. I thought her return to the races was outstanding. This is one of the best losing rides you'll ever see from Chad Schofield. It drew barrier 11 of 11. Um, he sort of snicked. But then he found the rail and really hunted up and, and made ground. So it took a bit of a risk early, but it ended up coming off. Um, didn't quite catch Kamochi on the wire, but I think he's going to improve 1,400 metres. This is a horse who probably could go either way when they have – she was off 336 days and she returned with a boom first up. Yes, there is a chance she could be a little bit flat, but I'm going the other way. I think she'll improve and I think she's a rightful favourite. Drawn barrier six is perfect, and I really think she'll appreciate 1,400 metres. She's by Justify, so I'm happy there. I've also had something small on Roll On High at $21. The map for this horse is really, really sticky, and he's on the only first up. So this is a camp who haven't really had their horses ready first up in Peter Moody and Catherine Coleman, but 
I think there's a fair chance that this is the best filly in Moods' stable. Um, its win during Cup Week last year, beating Jolly Star, who won the 1,000 guineas, was pretty rude. Uh, she ran her last Why did they not go to the 1,000 guineas? Do you know? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if there was a problem or not, but... Would have won it. Yeah, she would have been bloody hard to beat. She ran her last 600, 11 lengths above the all-average benchmark, over 1,400 metres. So she's proven... <laughs> Um, she's proven over the trip. She's going to get back here, but watch for her flashing late. I think she will be the big flashing light runner. So I'm happy to back them too. I think Tis Invincible is the clear danger. She's going to get a much better map. Just forget, like, she was only okay first up, but she was ridden against her pattern. I think she's hard to beat. And Tropical Squall, if if, she, if the 10 or $11 was still around, I probably could have had, had a saver, but I'm happy to let her go around now. Mm. Yeah, I um, just looking at the numbers, that roll on high race, um, the last sort of four hundred meters is just ridiculous, and obviously it produced the thousand guineas winner, um, and she ran all over the thousand guineas winner. So, yeah, she's she's like, what's what's best price is best price is fourteen dollars. That seems welfare, but she's um, only first up. Yeah, but. Like, still, she's $14. Um, Moves, of course, has been going shit out first, but... <laughs> yeah, but she's a good horse. They have. All these all these good fillies are being going horrible. Nico, where yeah. have you moved to? You've, you've moved to the clubhouse. Uh, we just went down to the honour boards where my photo is. <laughs> yeah, president, um, Prince, Before, the, before the podcast is out, we've got to get a feature from Tyce. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's just at the toilet at the moment. Once, uh, once he comes What's out, he doing? we'll get a feature. Uh, right. having, right. a, having a week. Yeah, fair. Anyway, fa- um, fans, fangirls are moral from before, and Tiz Invincible <laughs> will win. I don't think it's a fair comparison. Last start, learning to fly got all the favours with the saloon passage. Tiz, it was a non-event. J-Mac was easy on her. Tiz will turn the tables on Saturday. There you go. When, she's, when, she's, when she's drawn bad, she, she hasn't ran well. She's drawn well Saturday, she'll run well. She does look a little bit over the odds for sure. I'll give she you that. Should have taken 8.50. Idiots. Legion. Legion. Real? Yeah. Rolling high if I was in the back one. All right, sweet. Yeah, well, she's $14 and she'll need the one. Not for well Thank you. All right, I think that's it. Um, the only other horse... Oh, there's two other horses I'll be backing in Sydney. The first of those comes up in race two. Number three, our Corbison. I think this horse might have broken the track record last start at Rose Hill over 1,200 really? metres. Um, it was obviously a really, really fast run race and it just sort of camped off him. But, gee, this is definitely a horse. Um, it's going to get the absolute gun run again from Barrier 1 here. Goes Karen McAvoy back to James McDonald and I just don't really see what beats it. Um, Moravia... Decent horse, and I know it was only a few lengths off Cabalas, but I still think it's got to find a few. Parade uh, is another good often horse who I just don't really rate that form. Um, it was beaten by Union Army first up, and then it beat Balciel at the Valley, but I think they've got to find a bit to beat this, our, our Kobe son. I think it is a really nice horse. And then race number nine. Race number nine, the favourite should be winning. Number three, Alentia. This horse was an absolute moral beat and behind Samana first up. Tommy Berry protested in embarrassment, I feel like. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> should have won. 
Uh, she's come back super. 1,400 metres is only going to be up her alley even further. And the class horses, I just don't think they're here to play. Hinged. I don't know. She went off the boil a little bit last prep. Like she was just okay. She was just whacking away. She's the class runner, but I didn't really like her trial. She didn't really do much in it. Um, and she's got to carry the 58. Jewess has got to carry the 59. And there's no way she's sharp enough to win over 1,400 metres. Her trials have been very lackluster as well. She's She'll be looking for further, but she's a very good horse. Um, she also carries the dreaded Yulong colours. Made the switch now, so she's got to carry a few more kilos on top of it. Yep. Nico, anything else in Sydney? Nico, it seems, has also gone to the toilet for a wee. Yeah. <laughs> Nico, are you there? No, nah, he's gone. No. Nah. All busy. right. Oh. Movement or no movement? Fuck, <laughs> like this is great podcasting. Will, give us your best bet. Best lay, best each way. Oh, um, I thought about this, and I, I, I really don't have a best bet. If I like, if three dollars, three dollars twenty riff rocket, that's my best bet. It's not there right now, but if you get it on the day, that's um, I'll say that's my best bet. Uh, my best lay can be, uh, I'll lay the um. Cinderella days, I guess, and uh, Miramasa in the um, in the, the way. In the blamey. All right. Um, thank God I wrote some notes and I have remembered. I almost forgot, but Hong Kong Sunday. I will just quickly reel off a few of these nice and sharply. Race five. There's a horse going around for David Hayes. Where's the famous? Lindsay Park silks uh, made famous, obviously by Better Loosen Up and now Mr. Brightside. It's one for one and it carries those silks and it's been trialing outstanding since it's gone to, to Hong Kong. It won on debut at Flemington. Um, and I know the numbers probably weren't anything flash, but I'll be interested to see what price it goes up. I'd be keen to back it if we get something nice because it runs into a lot of Hong Kong numbers there in the class three. Helios Express goes around... In the second leg of the four-year-old series, it's the Hong Kong Classic Cup over 1,800 metres. And the barrier gods have just gone, here you go, have barrier two, Hugh Bowman. So it looks extremely hard to beat. Obviously, stepping up to 1,800 metres, it's got to go up another furlong. So there is that to consider. But it just looks a little bit better than its own age group at the moment. And it looks the dominant force. Maybe up to 2,000 metres is more of a query, but... I think it should just be winning. It's a dollar sixty, so don't know if I'll be steaming in there, but I think it should be winning. Helene Feeling is one of the dangers. Ran second to it last start. Insured gets uh, Ryan Moore, so that's very interesting. But it draws average in twelve, and probably the Derby horse is Star Mac. I really liked it. Splits home number fourteen. Maybe eighteen hundred meters. Heliox Express will be a little bit too good for it again, but two thousand meters. Star Mac might be the one. The only other race is race eight, the sprint. 1,000 metres down the, the Chartin straight, class two. It's probably a two-horse race between Galaxy Patch and Invincible Sage. Galaxy Patch was beaten 
for the first time in a little while, I'll start by how deep is your love. But I really like this step back to 1,000 just to see what it can do. Drops a little bit in the weights, draws a grandstand rail, and will likely be a short price favorite. I think it's clearly on top, but Invincible Sage, it went to 1,200 meters last start, hated it. Um, also carried the big weight there. So back to 1,000 meters is his happy place. Gets Hugh Bowman on, and they combined for, I want to say, three wins on the trot before the last two starts. So it's the other one with a really good chance. I think we've just lost Nico. But anyway, I'll, I'll reel off my yeah. back lay pray now before we only have a few questions and we'll wrap up the podcast. Um, oh, and the other one we did forget was race nine. Probably it's not a betting proposition of $1.50, but over in New Zealand, we do see orchestral go around again. So race nine, Ellerslie in the derby, number 17 orchestral. She runs in the New Zealand derby. She probably should be winning before coming to down to Australia in the autumn likely go to a winery. So just take note of that one. And obviously Stormboy race four. Any Stormboy word on Stormboy? looks pretty hard to beat. He looks hard to beat, doesn't he? Yeah. We probably just brushed over those two because they're so short. But anyway, they should be winning. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Stormboy, um, he'll win by five. And hopefully he can at least at least consolidate the, the last start rating because there's still a little bit of... um unknown about it just with the track and um yeah i hope i hope he wins by eight just to to clarify some things what price does he start in the slipper well it depends on saturday if he wins by eight he probably starts about a dollar dollar eighty dollar sixty yeah i don't know there wouldn't have been too many start shorter in recent history uh no um but um, yeah. But um, if he if he wins well on on Saturday, then um, he will he will be starting pretty short. But like those um espionage and straight charge aren't that far off him, and that they still got room to improve. Yeah. But um, but yeah, they want to. All right, my best bet is race eight, number one, Riff Rocket. I'm playing in the Guineas. Um, yeah, I just think he looks a class above them at the mile, especially. That win in the superimposed over 1,800 metres that day at Flemington, that was just ridiculous. I think that's still his best win. And if he can produce a figure like that, they might not see which way he goes. Um, also, Kingsley is extremely keen on this horse as well. I don't know if you've seen, but and we're getting him on the podcast next week. So big ups there. Oh, were you re-announcing that? I thought that was my dear surprise. Oh, I, thought, I thought we sort of left it out. I thought we sort of let it out of the bag. Uh, anyway, yeah, we're getting Kingsley on next week, so yeah. Well, we did a Thank Twitter post, and I thought it was obvious, but anyway, Kingsley Bartholomew. <laughs> I thought you were talking about LeBron James. Yeah, <laughs> LeBron James. <laughs> um, yeah, we're getting Kingsley on, so super. Make sure you make sure you get these questions into him because we want to extract as much knowledge as we can. My best lay is race nine, Flemington. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up for a sec. Race nine, Flemington, my best lay uh, is Ayrton. And my best each way. Hmm. Let's make my best each way Muramasa in the same race in the blaming. Nico. I'm back. What have I missed? I've had an absolute debacle. Uh, 
Everything. AirPods. Any other bets in Sydney? AirPods uh, flat. Um, Sydney set is uh, our Kobe son, Moral, race two. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be winning. Storm Boy, race four. Thanks, mate. Just, Thanks just quietly, one. the Storm Boy <laughs> into Fangirl Multi. Oh, is, this is my areas. Is is the best bet that I've that I've ever seen. <laughs> since since I've been in this game, that's just picking up, putting down, stealing it. Like oh. seriously, they've got they got they got a, they got the Flemington straight on their rivals. <laughs> how's that? How how does that how's that get beat? Yeah, probably. Bots, bots Two-year-old and, and, and a horse that gets back and, and hold on, is hold not on, in its grand hold on final. For a what second. could go wrong? Hold on for a second. You're, you, you think yeah. Storm Boy is the best thing since sliced bread, since you have been yeah. alive. He's better than Which the fish. Which is why it's $1.30. If you could go back in time, you'd be riding Storm Boy in the backyard on the, on the broom. You wouldn't be riding the fish <laughs> and all those other horses. You'd be riding Storm Boy. So he, Maybe, he'll, he'll just be winning he's... and... Fangirl, well, she can regress 12 links and still win. <laughs> like, seriously. Oh. Um, Nico, we, already mentioned, we already mentioned Tiz. Uh, yep. She'll be winning the, the surround. Um, yeah, that's that's all for me. Well, you want, you want right. a backlack prey? Tice. Want a back lay prey? Tice. Yes, we want a backlack prey. Tice, the boys want you. Tice. <laughs> I'll get his attention in a minute. Um, back lay prey. Best bet is um, the, the two prong attack in the in the sprint, both the fillies and the uh, best multi of all time. Fangirl in the storm boy. Also like I, I like all my bets this week. There's not that many, but what's the two prong like attack again? Mumbai Muse and Estrella. Yeah, I, I got two two prong attacks in the English sprint. Estrella and Mumbai Muse at bigger yep. prices than what they are. And V8 and, and King Colorado to beat Riff Rocket. Yeah. Um, my lay is Riff Rocket. And yep. I, uh, my value is, well, Mumbai Muse value is gone, but um, oh, I don't know. They're all sort of been, all been smashed. Muramasa probably, he's over the odds. But yeah. <laughs> That's, that was the same as mine. Do you want uh, do you want Tice before we leave? Yeah, you got questions to come or you already done them? There's only two questions or three questions. I've got one uh, I've got one from a listener as well. Who's the listener? Uh, you wait to the question segment and you'll find out. Alright, let's go to questions then. The first is a really good question by Kyle Wilkendorter. Would today's Mr. Brightside beat Animo twelve months ago? Be close. I would say Animo's still got a little bit on him. With the weight for age ratings that Mr. Brightside's running, he's sort of running 101, 102s, and he's really consistent 103s. But, yeah, it'd be really close. Um, I'd probably have the edge with Animo if it was 2,000. 1,600, there's probably not that much between them. Mm. No, there's not. Nico, you're on mute. I don't know if you're talking to us or not. Yeah, so I've got Tice. Do you want to speak to him now? 
All right. Yep. Tyson has a question and he says, can you protest a dead heat, your dogs? For context, <laughs> everyone, Tyson owns a lot of good horses. Mr. Brightside's one of them and the other is Keats. And they went, what was it? What was it called? Was it called the Halliver Street? Halliver Street Stakes, yeah. The Halliver Street Stakes one with Keats yesterday. So congratulations very much, mate. Thank you, mate. Um, I can imagine that you haven't had too much sleep, but you're having the time of your life. Well, yeah, you know, sleep's for the for the week. Um, <laughs> but no, more importantly, more importantly, um, you know, I don't own the horse, but you boys sit here and you clipped uh, on the review, you clipped Mornington Glory for running a, running a third in a shit Oakley plate. <laughs> so let's just rewind for a minute because it's all about the narrative. This is Gavin Uri, is it not? Oh, what do you reckon? Am I in Gav's ear or is he in my ear? Oh, it's one of the two. Yeah. I reckon you've been all over him the last couple of days. Mate, I've been so much all over him. The cunt fucking, sorry, the bloke fucking hates me. <laughs> <laughs> he wants me to fight. Dude, he rocked up today and he looked at me and just shook his head and like walked the other way. He's sick of me. Well, <laughs> Which, it's too bad that you it's too bad that you're paying his bills, so he's gotta he's gotta have a some soft mate, spot for you. He made it very clear last night that I'm not his biggest owner. He made it very clear <laughs> that, that I'm not paying his bills. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the Oakley Plate and you guys fucking clipping Gav for a third place in a group one. Because, you know, let's just sit in the narrative here for a moment, boys, because that's all horse racing is. You know, if it wasn't about the narrative, what else do you got with horse racing? Do you know what I mean? This guy went to pick up Charlemagne because he got transferred to him from Matt Lowry. The owners of Charlemagne turned around and said, you know what, we got this horse. It was pretty good as a junior, but, you know, cooked. Can't get him up and running. Do you just want to pick it up? And Gab goes, oh, well, why not? I've got a two-horse float. You know, I may as well pick up the second one. Uh, but no promises. And they said, no, no, no expectations. Just, you know, do you mind? He said, oh, I'll have a crack. Opened up in the class one, then won a BM64. Within the same prep, the guy runs third in a group one. And I, and I was sneezed at for just tipping him to the so, so I don't care about or how shit the Oakley Plate raid and all that bullshit. The narrative of it is unbelievable. And I don't yeah. even like Gavin. Fuck Gavin. He pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> but the guy is a freak trainer and he just, I just don't, I just didn't like the clip, you know? The old attitude. Oh, we, we talked down the Oakley plate, but I said I said he's done a remarkable job. Well, I you, gave him a bit of a pump. You can only beat who you're up against. There's yeah. good horses in that race that underperformed. That's not Gav's fault. And yeah, hundred percent. The way I thought the race would pan out wasn't what eventuated. I thought that he was going to have a drag into the race, and he was chasing from six hundred out. The, the bike was yeah. retired, and he just finished one prep with three hundred grand in the bank. Yeah, hundred percent. Not bad. It's Kate, uh, Kate's. Tice, yeah. we don't want to just hear about Mornington Glory. We want to hear about your horse, Keats. Obviously, it was a tough effort yesterday to win the Halver Street. Dead heat, so you had to share the spoils. But this horse is taking you on the ride of a lifetime. And I imagine he's part of the reason that has you know helped you come in with Mr. Brightside. 100%, mate. And he was the second horse I ever bought. The first horse was Hedged, which is Will Bott's favorite horse, Capitalist Sprinter, <laughs> where, where, where Will does his best work. But no, it's been an amazing journey, man. Like we picked him up for twenty five thousand, and I think he's just tipped over five hundred thousand last night. And you know, That's it was a dead bad. heat last night, but Willow jumped off the horse and turned around, and looked at us, and said, "You won it." 
but you know the guy who who uh who sponsors the hell of a stake steve's liquor owns a horse that also tied with him so that's potentially why the deep heat was was called so <laughs> the now, photo I'm was not, a fabrication i'm not saying it <laughs> this is all time narrative <laughs> yeah, yeah this is all narrative i'm not saying it <laughs> no nah, look it was amazing man i mean keith is a fighter like I went down to Tassie because, look, let's be honest, he's seven years old now. He, we've had an amazing time with him. But you got to, he's a 100 Raider. You've got to place him really carefully. But I love him so much, so I just want to see him in races where he can do well. And, again, I thought he was done by the 200, 300, to be honest. But he just stuck his neck out, and we got there. And he's got another win. But, you know, next to his name, he's got another cup next to his name. He's a champion. That's awesome. So, Tyus, you're obviously from... Uh, Sydney, you've gone down to, was it Launceston yesterday, and now you're at Pakenham. So you've done the rounds. When are you going home? Oh, I think I'm just going to move here, mate. I think I'm settled in. <laughs> coming, he's coming to Pakenham. <laughs> mate, he's starting to cross the bank, I'll tell you. <laughs> no, I, I, look, mate, out of all the horses I own, most of them are in Victoria because I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> no, no, uh, I, look, we, we're here. I, the, the autumn carnival, we're getting DeGrays, Just Folk, Hedge, all up to Sydney, so hopefully I can stop there for a bit and not have to pay for flights down here. Yeah, beautiful. All anyway, right. those horses keep running well and they'll keep playing for flights. We, we, got, any more, it, we got any more questions? Or is, is that it? No, that's arms? it. You go and enjoy yourself, Nico. We won't hold you for any longer. Yeah, well, shiny, think, shiny, shiny rang... Shiny ran well, actually. He ran a nice seventh or eighth. I saw it was a bunch finish. It was a bunch finish. Yeah. Uh, oh, what did he actually run? Did he run seventh or... So, oh, I think it might have been a bit further back. He got a that. second win late, but he'll be better next prep. You look at him in the mountain yard, he's two hands shorter than anything else. He looks like a juvenile against proper horses. He'll be right. Yeah. There was a bit of uh, there was a bit right. of conflict coming out of the jockey room post post that race, but we won't we won't uh, delve into that. No, we won't. Right. <laughs> I know you want to. I'm about to go on to mute. But well done, lads. Love you boys. All right. Yeah, Thank you very much, boys. You go and enjoy the, uh, yourselves. The Prince Mayor, Mayor of, of Tasmania, mate. Mayor of Tasmania. All right. Thank you very much, boys. We, we need to get Tyson on more often because that was the most entertaining segment. <laughs> Good yeah. luck this weekend, partners. We'll be back here next week for Super Saturday, including the new market. Will Imperatures run or won't she? Or will she go to the Canterbury Stakes? Don't know, but she's having a little gallop. Secret little gallop at the valley tomorrow morning. So good luck this week. Speak to you on Monday for the review. Cheers, guys.